Welcome to For Everyone Always, a podcast presented by Damage Society. Poorly hosted every week by Alex and JB, as we discover how hard podcasting can be. Join our alternative community, where there's open arms and ears for all. This is For Everyone Always. Shit, is that just a one-take hit? Cool, we're on. So, welcome to episode eight. Today I'm in the driver's seat, while Alex is hopefully enjoying himself in Greece on holiday. Uh, and joining me in the, uh, the co- co-host seat is Marsha again. Hi. Hello, hello. Marsha. So I want to do a bit of um, a couple of bits of fan service from uh, previous weeks, and then we can have a chat about whatever we want to, I suppose. Um, so first of all, thing to address is our alternative always playlist. So since the last the episode where we kind of discussed all the track lists. Um, we've added a few new ones. So the first new one is uh, Bring Me the Horizon's new song, Amen. Amen. Amazing. Um, which you saw them at? You saw them play this one at Download, didn't you? I did. They opened with it. It was outstanding. Yeah, sweet. Um, and then after that, we've got Game Over by Avenged Sevenfold. That's their new album. Um, and also Adderall by Slipknot. That's their, they've released a new little EP. That's yeah. the main song off that. Bit of a, I think it's going to take a few listens, that one. Yep. Uh, next one that's actually quite growing on me is uh, Youngblood's got a new song called Low Life. Oh, really? Which, yeah, there was a period of time where I think he got a, a little bit much for some of us. But, <laughs> <laughs> and I know, he, I know he hasn't been around for a, um, for long, but this is kind of like some of his, sounds like his earlier stuff. Okay, so yeah, it's a bit the more earlier f- stuff was... Bit more yeah. fun and punky, I would say. Yeah. So that I, uh, that's a nice song. Um, Fever three three three, their yeah. new single "Swing." That's on there with their new lineup. Made them very good. Um, Trash boat. So after the last op- episode, um, shout out to my cousin Chris. He uh, suggested that we should have Trash boat on there. So we've got "Delusions of Grandeur" by them. I like Trash boat. Yeah. Um, then we've got "Mountains at Midnight" by Royal Blood, which I haven't had a massive listen to, but. Again, first listen, I was like, this is cool. So I chucked it on there. Then one that passed me by was the Busted and Neck Deep yes. mashup of Meet You There 2.0. I mean, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's dripping in pop punk. Uh, one that I found today, Beartooth Sunshine. Yes. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah it is, I love like Beartooth. Classic Beartooth with, with a bit of. I don't know, a bit of fun fun bits in there as well, didn't they? Yeah, I really like that. Uh, Last Ghost uh, have just released a new EP. Yeah. And uh, one of the songs on there, they've done a cover of Hanging Around by um, The Stranglers. Yes. Um, so I really wanted to put that one on there because The Stranglers were my uncle's favourite band. So oh. I, I couldn't not include that one. And it's quite a fun cover, to be fair. They do a good cover, they do. So yeah, that's uh, that's some of the new additions. So I think maybe like as the months are going on, we'll start to like add more newer songs and start to maybe filter out some of the older songs on the playlist as well so hopefully people can give that a listen and it might um, open up your ears to some new music yeah so there's that uh time of recording the episode uh it's after download you've not long got back so i think when alex comes back off holiday i'd like to do like um a full a kind of like download breakdown i think that'll be kind of fun yeah and hear how you guys both got on because obviously he'd went through work and you went very much for for pleasure. <laughs> did, did, did. Uh, so uh, yeah, so that'd be fun to hear to hear that. Yeah. So also this month it's uh, Pride Month as well. Yeah. So I thought it kind of might be nice to 
to just say a few words on that because obviously our shop I mean the whole the name of the podcast Forever and Always that came about through I think it was it was either no it was last year's last year's Pride that yeah. was the the tagline that we came up with because there's a lot of companies that kind of only run run their kind of appreciation for Pride throughout June yeah um, and then don't really say or do anything else after the, that time period so rather than kind of just being like happy June happy Pride we wanted to kind of expand it a little bit further so that's where we came up with the forever on always that kind of encompasses everything from from pride to to race to religion to whatever really yeah and i don't really know what my point was from that well it's very important (laughs) to have something always like it's great when people bang a rainbow on i think it's i don't know i think companies will use the rainbow in june and you go on and you're like yes that's great but it's more than that you've got to it's it's got to be always yeah it's nice to say that you're showing your support and that that is important to me if I'm buying off a company in June if they haven't got it, even though you know that a lot of them are only putting it on for June because it might just look good for them. Yeah. It's just something about it where you're like, yeah, you know, you're part of mm-hmm. the, the bigger, better picture. Yeah. Um, but I do think sometimes it's the same with everything. There's a lot of bandwagon jumping um, jumping through hoops and people feeling that they have to do something because if they don't do it, you know, you'll get everyone online kicking off and it shouldn't be like that. I think with us, it's the case of, it is always, it's mm-hmm. always, that's the reason why a lot of people want to work for the company. It's the reason why a lot of people shop with us. You know, we don't have to have that rainbow up in June, prove a point. I don't think yeah. that's what it's about. It's I like think. without physically waving, flying the flag, we are kind of like all year round metaphorically Find the flying flag. Yeah, and you'd like to that's think that people <laughs> find the flag. You'd like to think that people know that, and I think that's the, yes. the point is is that we want to make it clear that it's all the time mm-hmm. without doing it all the time. Yeah, well, that kind of brings me on to an email that I wanted to actually read out because earlier this week kind of got a bit of a disheartening message. So we basically put um, a banner up on the website saying, you know, we're proud to support Pride, uh, and lo and behold, someone emailed in saying, what do you guys actually do to support, you know, how much money are you going to donate? Are you going to do this, that and the other? And I was kind of like, well, we support Pride all uh, all throughout the year. And and then today, there was an email that came through from someone called Sam. Um, so I kind of just wanted to kind of paraphrase the email because I think it's really nice. So I may as well just read this word for word, actually. Yeah, read it word for um, word. <laughs> so I just wanted to pass on how welcoming and polite your staff are at the Nottingham store. So I popped in today to look at some patches and a member of staff noticed my pride shirt. I didn't get his name unfortunately, but he spoke to me about it and gifted me one of your uh, the pride totes that we're doing. And that was before he even made a purchase, or they made a purchase, sorry. Um, I know it's only a small thing to many, but it made me feel welcome and accepted and honestly made my day. The lady serving me was lovely and polite too, but again, I didn't get her name. And then towards the end, the range of pride patches and badges you have is amazing. As amazing and positive, mental health ones were nice to see too. Um, I know a lot of feedback companies get is negative, so I hope this is something nice for a change. Mm. So sorry, I kind of butchered that. I'm not very good at reading. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, I just thought that was really nice. And you know what? Without us having to preach anything about pride, that one email encompasses what our company I think as a whole sets out to do paraphrasing that bit of it made me feel welcome and accepting and it made the day yeah that's that's how we want to treat all our customers but uh yeah I just thought that was that was a really nice 
intro to or segue I suppose for us to, to talk about personally and maybe our interactions with with the pride community I'm a advocate for people living their whichever life they want to and since I've recently figured out that you know being a pride ally was a thing I've kind of lent a bit more into that so can... being an ally is many different yeah it's it, it being an ally can be using that pride bag yeah every day that rainbow bag taking that out shopping every day you know that's activism in its own right mm-hmm. calling out your homophobic uncle who has just been saying stuff too much and everyone's been quiet in the family and just allow it to happen being the person to go why are you saying that like mm-hmm. what someone does it's got nothing to do with you like yeah. it all ally means a lot but i think my I'm, I'm always a bit on the more quiet side i suppose kind of being like you know, if someone someone's living their own life, I'll just be like, cool, you do you. You know, like, give you a little smile, I'll give you a nod, be like, I'm happy for that, whoever, to to live their life. Yeah, it's just a case of, why well, it's absolutely no different mm-hmm. seeing any kind of interaction between human beings. Yeah. No matter what sexuality, gender, whatever, like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't see what I don't I don't get it. No, but, um, I think so. I think we were both quite lucky to grow up in I don't know if diverse is the right word, but quite like liberal families. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I I don't know I don't know if it's worth me talking about my personal anecdotes or not. But so my my first encounter was essentially so my my auntie is is gay lesbian, and um, I guess she she kind of come out at a time as well where it was probably even more like well less accepted as well but she's a proper like old school short hair punch you in the face kind of she got in a lot of fights bless her but like to me she was just always my my cool auntie you know I didn't think anything of once I was at an age where I realized what it meant to be gay I don't know you was she was still my cool auntie doesn't matter whether she was you know gonna get a boyfriend or a girlfriend yeah if you want to be mentioned in the podcast, please send your ideas, favourite bands, film recommendations, and anything else for others to know about to 07956 329 256 via WhatsApp, and we'll do our best to read out your comments on future episodes. So I think that was that was quite cool. And even to this day, I've got second cousins who are, they must be like ranging from five, six, seven, eight, that kind of age where you start to become a bit more inquisitive and stuff. And they'll go up to them, bless her, and they'll, they'll be like, are you a boy? And she'll go, no. I think she might have said, like, I like girls or something like that. But that's the the extent of it, really. Like, I suppose, again, these kind of aren't really my stories to tell, but I'm just trying to say in a, in a roundabout way that having that family where it's... We've been lucky that it's never a big deal. Like, it's been bred from... From the top, so I remember when hearing the stories of when she she came out to the family, my granddad was like, oh, "You know what? You're you're acting so weird. Like, what the hell is going on?" Like, he sat her down. He was like, "You're not leaving this room until you tell me what's what's going on with you. Like, uh, you're my daughter. I care about you. I need to know what's what's wrong." And she was like, oh, "I'm gay." And I was like, "Oh, for God's sake! Is that it? I thought you were doing drugs." <laughs> and then from then on, it was you know nothing. It was never seen as a as a big deal for for our family. And again, following that story on to Pride and stuff, obviously she's part of the Pride community and um, is proud to be gay. But 
she doesn't feel it necessary for her to be, you know, out parading and stuff. And obviously each to their own. Yeah. But I find that quite interesting that someone that's as, as old school as, as she is about things, and that's how she personally feels like this kind of stuff is more of a a modern, over-exaggerated thing, I suppose, in her eyes. But um, it's the same as anything, isn't it? Like, if you're part of any community, you shouldn't have to go there. Yeah. You know, it's the same as the Black Lives Matter thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go there because I'm like, like it's yeah. not, you know, people might expect it. And I think that's silly as well. It's yeah. like, how that person chooses to live under the queer umbrella is entirely up to them. Yeah. Be it whatever. Like, it, you know, and then it's no one's place to go, oh, well, you should go because, you know, I mean, 100% pride, it all started from a riot. Like, mm-hmm. it all started from... Like, yeah, it wasn't nice. No, yeah. You know, and now every time you have your parades, they, they you know, it comes from a place of love mm-hmm. and it's coming from a place of of being proud of who you are, but it didn't start like that. No. So. It's, a, it's a strange thing, concept, isn't it, really? And, and how people that are in that community want to show the support or not show support or however... Just However they life. feel. Just live yeah. your, it's just Liv- living yeah. your life, isn't it? It's yeah. just being able to live your life however you want um, because it shouldn't be, you know, gay weddings. It shouldn't yeah. be. Well, it's just a wedding. It's just two people that are in love mm-hmm. cares about gender. Or it's just, I just find it so boring that people have to still talk about it. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> people are crawling the earth trying to find somebody to fall in love with all over the place. All these dating apps and all these horrible stories that you hear about awful dates that I just think when someone's found someone that they like and then that person likes them back mm-hmm. the end yeah <laughs> like that's it, isn't it well this is the thing it's like finding love's hard enough going through life is hard enough like personally I just want people should just be happy yeah. right first and foremost are you happy I remember there's a there's a Heath Ledger quote I'm, I can't remember it word for word but it's saying stuff like if you catch up with an old friend or something people are quick to be like How's your job? Where do you live? What's your house like? What's this, that and the other? And almost like all these little tick marks that you have to tick off in life. And he said, not many people ask, are you happy? Yeah. And that's, I've always, I've since like reading that quote, I was like, yeah, that's, I always kind of want to make a point of making sure that, you know, people are, you know, kind of happy in their own lives because that's, that's the main thing. Because yeah. you can have all those accolades, you can have all the life, life things but yeah your happiness is first and foremost so if living your life however you want to makes you happy then that's a thumbs up from me that's the main thing who wants to think of somebody that they know or love going through life sad like miserable i always just think like imagine being on your deathbed and thinking this is not the way i was supposed to live my life because Mm -hmm. you're too frightened to live it authentically or yeah. worried about what the rest of your family are going to think because not every family is accepting no you know? that's what I say I know, I know yeah. my, my family was I've been lucky and it's just I just can't imagine like if you do only get one chance at it and then you don't get to do it the way that you want I just think that sucks mm-hmm. I think about it all the time I just think mm. oh my gosh like we don't really have that long here you've got to do it what's right for you no matter what that is like no one can be inside someone else's head no one can know how someone else feels. They mm. should entirely be able to tell the world that that's the point. Yeah. But it's not, again, it's not always the case. There's always no. someone who, you know, and things can, 
it's the sort of thing that can hold you back in life, hold you back from your job or whatever. Like, you don't know how people are going to respond to things. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Yeah. Like, why should it matter? But, you know, people will look at people differently if they find out that they're in, like, a same-sex couple. Like, you know, it's just, it's weird. It's so strange. Mm-hmm. And then when you talk to, like, small children about it, they don't care, do they? No. They're absolutely, they don't care. They're just like, yeah, so-and-so's got two mums. Yeah, so-and-so's got two dads. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Kids don't yeah, see... Think- see race they don't see this they don't see that it's only when you get to a certain age or you get taught it by someone else it's learnt behaviour yeah hatred is learnt behaviour mm. nobody's born hating anybody it's, it's learnt behaviour and it's really sad but so again I think I was quite lucky in my um, primary school you know people that did that were that did identify as gay as well uh, again it's just being being tolerant of that um and having exposure as well. I think for a lot of people, there's no exposure. So when I was at yeah. school, it'd be different to when you were at school because mm-hmm. I'm older than you. Yeah. So there's probably people who were too frightened to, you know, and they just hold on to it. And yeah. like, I just think, how have you kept it? It's like, it's a secret. Like it's something like bad. That's yeah. it's just really sad. So it wasn't as, as much sort of exposure, I'd probably say, for me. Mm. as there probably was for you as time travels on as we go through time you know I think there is a lot more people being vocal about stuff now Mm. I attributed a lot of my stuff to family is there anything for you that is that um probably friends and just um yeah I don't know I don't know I just don't I just don't care enough like about silly things like that it didn't bother me I think I've always been in my family the one that was a little bit different Mm -hmm. so you know what I mean I was just like yeah whatever I was into different things Mm -hmm. I liked or surprised me or shocked me or made me think oh god I can't do that or I can't I just I'm just quite accepting of everything Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously when you get older and people start kind of talking about these things Mm -hmm. um you know, when it's people that you love dearly yeah. and they... I don't like the term coming out. I think it's gross. But, you know, when someone tells you their truth, you love them. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? And the fact that they have the courage to, to come to you and say that is a massive deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I think, yeah, as I got older, we were probably a lot sort of older when these sort of things were spoke about because it wasn't a thing that was discussed when I was younger. And that was only... Well, I was born mid-80s, so from mid-80s to mid-90s, it wasn't really a, a thing that was spoken about. I didn't have any friends who, had, like, mentioned it. it just... Wow. I was just older, but mm-hmm. I didn't... It didn't matter. I, yeah. So let's start to um, to wind down then. So it's, thanks for kind of chatting about a couple of bits to do with, I don't know, how we became the nice, tolerant people that we are, I suppose. <laughs> It's it's nice knowing that you know we're decent, supportive people and an ally to the cause, I suppose. So yeah, thank you for that. Uh, cool, right? Yeah, let's wrap it up there. And until next time, catch you in a bit. Yeah. Thank you all for listening to this episode. If you like this episode, please share with your friends and family to help grow our community. Tune in next week for more ramblings and mediocrity from your two moronic hosts. I think maybe just the the same red button. It's him. What are we doing?